You get out of a valley sooner when you manage to get outside of yourself, at work by being of greater service, and in life by being more loving. Spencer Johnson. Hey guys, what's up and welcome back to another Coffee Talk. Today I wanted to talk about how life is a series of peaks and valleys. And what I mean is that life is a series of, let's call our peaks, you know, goals. And let's call our valleys kind of like the time that stretches between accomplishing each goal. I think that for starters, I f I'm feeling the need to kind of maybe disclaim that or maybe ask if we can all agree that we live in a time where it's very often, more than not, that we should have like a million peaks going on at once and not very many valleys. And I think that when you look at past generations like our parents or our grandparents, there would be a few peaks and more often than not valleys. And I think our generation is really cool because our generation seems very inspired. They seem very driven. We all want to accomplish things. We all want to travel the world. We all want to like write books and, and do the most. We all want to become our best selves. And I think that that is really cool about our generation, but I think that's something that might be missing from our generation and something that is missing in like 2019 going into 2020 is the not only the need, but I think the appreciation for valleys that come between peaks. And I say that as somebody that sets a lot of peaks for myself. I used to literally layer like 90 goals on top of themselves for the span of like one month and then try and repeat for all 12 months of the year and then wonder why I was constantly feeling burnt out and wondering also too, why I felt like I had like no energy or like I wasn't inspired by my goals anymore or why even once I did hit the peak of something, so so once I completed a goal, I would finish it and then I would be like, okay, whatever, like on to the next one. And it felt like I didn't actually want to celebrate those goals because it just kind of seemed like another thing to add to the resume or the roster. And it kind of devalued all the things that I was working so hard for. And so that's kind of why I wanted to talk about this topic today because I feel like in my own life I'm trying to appreciate allowing myself to take some valleys, to take some walks, to just enjoy some time between trying to accomplish so much and also too because like I said I think that it might be not just a me problem, it might be a problem that other people might be having or you know our generation might be having because we are in such a high demand society and because it almost kind of seems like the minute you open up your phone everybody's doing the most so that you should be doing the most and I think that when we can learn to feel like we're doing the most even when we're walking just through a little valley that's how we win at life so one thing that I, I've definitely come to grow and appreciate in life is balance. And I do believe that we need balance in our lives in order to kind of find that happy equilibrium, that in-between where we feel centered. I think to every yin, there's a yang. For the sun, there's the moon. You know, day and night, there's always a little bit of lightness in the dark, a little bit of darkness in the light. And we need that contrast in order to kind of give meaning and give value to the opposite. So you wouldn't have darkness if you didn't have light. You wouldn't have night if you didn't have day. Things like, I mean, depending on where you live in the world, but you kind of get what I'm saying. You wouldn't have sadness or you wouldn't know love without sadness. And so I think that when it comes to the peaks and valleys, when you're constantly climbing a million mountains without any valleys in between, it can become really hard then to feel centered and to feel like you valley, valley, 
like you value the things that you're climbing and the goals that you're working towards because there's no little bridge of appreciation in between, little gap where you get to kind of sink everything in. So if we're taking the peaks and the valleys metaphor into day-to-day -day life, you can go through phases in your life where you, you might be in one right now, where you're climbing a mountain, you've got a goal, you're working towards it, maybe you're goal is to graduate this year. Maybe your goal is to save up a certain amount of money uh, to like buy a house or put a down payment on a house or a condo or a car. Maybe your goal is, you know, a fitness related goal. Maybe you want to get really healthy and you want to be able to run a marathon. Maybe you have a goal to write a book. Maybe you have a goal to start a YouTube channel. Whatever your goal is, you might be working away at a goal right now, right? But in between each goal, and, and we're talking big goals like the ones we just spoke of to even small goals, like maybe this week you have a goal to finish a project. I think that without that little mini valley in between, that little walkway of, okay, this goal is finished and now I just need to take some time to absorb what that goal taught me, that we can become overstimulated and that we can become kind of like on overdrive where we're trying to climb six mountains at once with no valleys in between. So there's three main points of view in this entire metaphor we're using today. The first one is climbing. So that's, you know, you're, you've got your mountain, you've got your goal and you're climbing. So while you're climbing, you're growing, you're learning, you're adapting, you're maybe being challenged in some kind of way, but you're being pushed to expand. You might be learning little lessons along the way, but you're basically just like pushing forward. You're pushing forward. Sometimes it feels good. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes, you know, you got to break down the muscle to make it stronger, but either way, that's kind of like the journey of the climb, right? Pivot point or point of view, sorry. Number two is that you're at the top. You're at the peak. You've just finished that goal. You've just completed whatever it is that you've been working towards. And you kind of are just standing at the top of it. Like, here we go. Like I did that. I just did that. This might be where you have big breakthroughs in your life, where you celebrate, where you go on vacation, where you, you know, have an epiphany about like what your purpose is on life. Those little things tend to come after we do a big chunk of like climbing and growing and expanding. But then there's this third point of view that I think that we've just like kind of brushed aside in our day and age. And we think that we just need to go from one peak to the next climb. And that's the valley. And the valley truly is nothing more than just the journey between chapters. I think that it's the little piece of time that comes between who you were and who you're becoming. And I think that when we can expand that valley, then we can expand just how much we actually do absorb from the things that we've already done. It is crazy when you think about it, like the things that most people have accomplished by the time they're in their twenties is it's like getting bigger and bigger. I feel like everybody nowadays is just like, nobody has like an awkward puberty stage anymore. Everybody's just instantly good at doing makeup, instantly good at like reading a million books or like, you know, knows what their purpose is by the time they're 12. Everybody's a prodigy nowadays. And so that's not a bad thing. I think that it's cool that we as a generation are learning how to accomplish and, and basically keep busy to use our brains and really kind of rev up their power. But then I think that it, doesn't go without saying that we need to also take some time to allow ourselves some rest. And I don't know if maybe I'm just kind of projecting that into the world because that's kind of how I felt like my life has brought me at least up until now is that it's time to learn how to like rest a little bit, to chill out, to absorb everything that life is showing us, to absorb all the things that we're learning, all the growth that we have accumulated so that we can actually have a really good standpoint to choose the next mountain from a place of like intense rather than feeling like you have to or like you should be.
valleys are important, but I also think that we've kind of accustomed ourselves to sprinting through them. And I almost wonder, like, is there more value in slowing down and taking our time to walk from one goal to the next one? So for instance, like, I feel like I'm kind of in a valley of my life right now. And I don't, I don't know. I've never really actually thought about when I, I would say it started, but I feel like right now, I don't think I'm climbing any huge kind of goal, but I also don't feel like I'm on a peak anymore. So I feel like I've learned a lot this year and I feel like I'm kind of just coasting as I, as I start to make plans of what mountain I'm about to take next, right? So I'm kind of like taking aim, if you will. And so being in this valley that I'm in right now, I feel very uncomfortable for one reason only, because this is like the first time that I've ever actually slowed myself down to look at all the different mountains rather than just like chase one to just like zone in on one and then just go for it and like run there and start climbing again. And I think that a big part of that is because, well, I think the FOMO thing is a big thing, but it's not necessarily the fear of missing out. But I think that our world is so progressively changing nowadays with things like technology and media that you almost feel like you need to run to the next mountain right away, or you might miss it. Like that mountain might just evaporate into thin air or, you know, that other people are climbing it faster and you need to get there and climb it too. Like that is kind of the treadmill that society feels like it's on a little bit lately. But I also think too, that I kind of had programmed myself to believing that if I wasn't climbing, if I wasn't doing, then I was like a failure or like I was not, like I was lazy. Like there was no happy medium of like how to properly rest. So I think that taking the time to learn how to properly rest and recoup will not only add years to my later life, but I think that it'll also make these years of my life a lot more enjoyable and a lot more intention filled, a lot more mindful. And that's solely because I feel very uncomfortable slowing down because it's not it's not what I feel programmed or what I have programmed myself to do. And it's uncomfortable because I have a little bit of anxiety at this valley in my life right now, like not uncontrollable anxiety, just normal anxiety, because I think I should be rushing to the next mountain, but I'm not. And instead it's kind of given me this really nice pocket to kind of end the year with where I'm looking at 2020 and that's my next mountain. And I'm like, I'm going to make sure that that mountain is exactly the mountain I want to be climbing. I want to make sure that I'm committing to a climb that I know I'm going to love and that I'm going to enjoy. And it, it's not going to be an easy climb by any means. I'm not going to choose a small mountain, but I'm going to choose the right mountain. And that is, I think, huge when it comes to living a life that's very meaningful and living a life that makes you feel fulfilled and chasing goals that make you feel fulfilled, especially rather than just chasing goals that you think you should, because it seems to be what everybody else is chasing. You kind of get what I'm getting at here. I hope so. It can be so easy to learn when it's time to hustle and to learn when it's time to celebrate. You know when you've got a mountain to climb. You might already be on your climb. You might not be in a valley in your own life right now, and that's okay. That means it is time to climb. So climb away, girlfriend. Like get up there, just chip away at that and keep growing. Or you might be at a time in your life where it's time to celebrate. And if that's the case too, you don't need anyone to tell you that. You know when it's time to celebrate. You know when you've accomplished a goal. You know when you feel that sense of pride. But I think that it can be harder to know when it's time to take a valley, you know, to take a second. And then once we find our valleys or we find ourselves in our valleys where you're no longer working towards a goal or you've finished the celebration and you're kind of like, okay, 
What's next? I think first and foremost, the learning how to slow down is the biggest part. Learning how to smell the roses, learning how to basically stop and slow down so that you don't have to crash and burn. For instance, I feel like for me, my pattern, my behavioral kind of like ongoing pattern was literally that I would work, 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 and then have a huge just like burnout crash. And it was because I was trying to climb a mountain skip on the, I would celebrate a couple times, like a bigger thing. Like I celebrated a little bit for catcher, but like I didn't really celebrate when I hit like a million on YouTube. I didn't really celebrate huge when I finished catcher. Like I didn't really celebrate, celebrate, you know what I mean? I kind of just like was like, woohoo. And then just like jumped into the next goal because I felt like I needed to keep my mind busy. That's what I kind of felt like all the time. And so that was my own just kind of like fight or flight. That was my own just anxiety inside myself that I really had to learn to get a hook on so that I could calm it down and tell it to chill out that life wasn't going to come crumbling if I took a second to either one, be happy about the things I accomplished, but also two, to rest and to recoup and to smell the freaking roses, to just enjoy life without feeling like there's anything I needed to get to. So I literally had to take that, that part of my mind that you know, okay, so you have like your higher self, then you have your ego and your ego is always trying to protect you. Your ego is also going to sometimes feel like your worst enemy. And I've definitely experienced that in my life because it was always that sense of like, we need to be doing something and learning how to be like, it's okay. No, we don't. But also not being like, no, it's okay. Like to scream at your ego and to fight your ego keeps you in a state of flux. And so it was a big thing I think this year to learn how to be like, it's fine. We don't need to be doing anything. We can sense a problem without rushing to fix it. We can sense a goal without rushing to it or trying to, you know, accomplish it overnight. We don't need to be like ridiculously incredible. We don't need to be perfect. We don't need to always be trying to fight off and, and do the most. We can literally learn how to chill out, how to slow down, how to enjoy something as simple as just the sunny day outside or your morning cup of coffee or just spending some time with your dog or the people that you enjoy in your life. And that is where I think the valleys come in. And that's where the valleys take a lot more stock in your life and a lot more value in your life. And then bring you a sense of fulfillment that you can't get from the climb or the peak that will make it easier to then pick the next goal or pick the next chapter or journey of your life that's going to feel right for you. And I think that feeling right for you is only going to actually feel right when you're looking at it from a perspective of a state of calm, a state of centeredness, and also a state of equilibrium, which I think that is easiest to find when we're at rest, when we give ourselves some time to recoup a little bit. If you are someone that is used to kind of go, 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 crash, go, 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 crash, go, 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 crash, that was pretty much like the energetic spiral I felt like I was on for the last like year and a half. So like 2000, maybe even longer, like 2016. I felt like ever since I started living alone the first time back in my hometown, it became kind of easier to keep myself in this work spiral because I wasn't living with anyone anymore. And so I didn't really have anyone to kind of cut through that, that headspace of like centered focus. So from 2016 onward, I just kind of turned into this like workaholic that would like isolate 
isolate work, isolate work, isolate work, isolate work until I literally felt like I was going crazy, would like crash in whatever kind of way, take a rest period because I had pretty much forced it on myself and then jump back in. And that was kind of like what I grew accustomed to. So if that like resonates with you at all or you relate to that at all, the big uncomfortable feeling that I'm experiencing in my own life right now is learning how to slow down before the crash, to catch when you're getting a little too overwound up and instead of being like, okay, let's just wind it all the way so that I can crash so that I can rest, to wind it backwards instead. Hence why I'm feeling a little bit more uncomfortable at this phase in my life, this valley in my life, but it's like a, it's a sweet uncomfortable because I'm like, this is new. It's a new feeling, not necessarily a bad thing, just new. It's a new experience for me because I've spent so much time overwinding that to unwind instead of crash and burn to force myself to just start from square one, it's a new feeling. And so it literally does just come from slowing down in incremental steps. It can be as easy as like, you know, turn off work a little earlier today or you know for youtober i think that it was like so that's the daily series where i was supposed to post every day in october and i could catch it happening this year and it happens every year with youtober so instead of freaking out and crashing and burning i just slowed down it was like very uncomfortable and i i didn't love the feeling but it was better to me to slow down and to just like ease off the gas pedal a little bit and maybe not upload 31 videos, maybe upload 23 instead or 22 instead of, you know, pushing myself to the point of like feeling like I was going crazy. And that was a win for me, even though it was still kind of like a little bit of a loss. It was a change. It was not the peak I committed to, but I still hit a lower peak on that mountain and I could be okay with that and move on to my next valley, learning a lot from that climb. following into a valley after you've hit a peak, that is the perfect time for us to ask ourselves, like, what did we just learn? Like, what did that just teach us? What went the way we thought it would? What didn't? If you accomplish a goal, no matter what goal it is, you're going to learn something, but odds are you're also not going to take the exact path you thought you would take to get there. You're going to have detours. You're going to have things that go wrong. You're going to have unexpected little like miracles that might put you further along on the path. But either way, whenever you're accomplishing a goal, whenever you're climbing, up to a peak by the time you hit the top of that mountain versus the time you started you will be a different person and so through the valley then of your life through that little like journey up into the next chapter you get to kind of take that time that rest period to be like what did I just learn what did that teach me what jumped out at me and surprised me what was expected that went exactly how I knew it would what was consistent and what wasn't and doing so I think is so valuable because we not only then take that time to self-evaluate and learn about ourselves through the journey but we're also learning more about the journey itself and really what is the journey aside from just life because that's all all of us ever really know nobody has like a textbook answer to any question that we have because life is so complicated and I don't think we're meant to. But I mean, given at the same time, when you give yourself that little piece of, of mind and that time to rest and that time to reevaluate, you get so much more from all the mountains that you've climbed because you're taking the second it takes to literally just absorb it and to appreciate that feeling and to really question like a lot of really important answers that might dig down deep inside of you without even knowing it. Every time I do like this little peak valley 
Like the whole time we've been talking, all I'm picturing is like beautiful British Columbian mountains with beautiful flowery fields in between. I went on a BC trip with Bentley, so like that's exactly where my brain is going in between. But all I can picture right now is like, okay, let's say Utober was a mountain. Where I'm at in life right now, I'm down on the other side of my Utober mountain and I'm laying, I'm laying in the grass. This girl never used to lay, she's laying in the grass. And as I'm laying there, not only am I able to then appreciate all of the mountains behind me and all of the mountains I can choose from before me, but I also feel like there is this sense of just being okay with being in the in-between, just being okay with not having all the answers, not being on the go, 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 and learning how to kind of appreciate that feeling because it is a new feeling and it is a, it can be an uncomfortable feeling, but I think it can also be super beneficial if we learn to appreciate that feeling for what it is. Like I can't say verbatim that I believe this because I'm still learning about it myself, but I would definitely say I could take the wild guess that when we choose the mountain from that standpoint, when we're laying in the grass and we're looking back at our mountains and we're smiling and we're looking forward at the other ones and we're smiling, we're looking up at the clouds, we're smiling, we're just smiling because we're rested and our souls are no longer in that like fight or flight or just like go, 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 that overstimulating energy. I think it makes it a lot easier to actually then pick the next mountain. Like looking forward at 2020 right now, what do I really want to go for? What do I actually want to say? I'm going to, um, that's a goal. I'm putting that on the board because otherwise I'm just going to start slapping things on the board without really taking the time to think it through. And then I'm going to see basically my life turn into fruition. It's going to manifest itself because what you truly believe will always come true. And I'm going to just manifest all this crap into my life. And then I'm going to wonder why I'm feeling like so burnt out or so exhausted or like I'm on a treadmill. I, I, nobody did that to me. I did that to me. So instead, slow it down. Pick a mountain. That's a good mountain but it's not my mountain, there's my mountain. I'm gonna put that mountain on the board, now I can plan out my steps, and then once you have your mountain, like once you know exactly what is meant for you, what goal you really actually truly do align with and wanna accomplish, I think it makes it a lot easier than to stand up and start walking towards that mountain. You don't even need to start climbing it yet. Along the way of even walking from one mountain to the other, there are so many like, you know, pockets of sunshine, flowers, and just all the metaphors of just like beautiful little moments that are happening in our lives right underneath our noses. But we're so caught up in the mountains and in the goals and in the, you know, accomplishing it and like becoming a legacy here on earth. And I think that that, it's a beautiful thing to be so driven, right? But not if it takes away from the beauty of the little things that are happening around you all the freaking time. At least that's my opinion. Anyway, I guess what my big giant ramble for today is getting at is that I think that if you can hustle and we can all hustle, then you can celebrate. No one really has to like, you know, teach you that. I think that we all know how to hustle. We all know how to celebrate. But I think the true winners, the true ones that I always find myself most drawn to in life are the people that I can tell just know how to lay back in a good valley and just like watch the sun go down, you know, without climbing a new mountain, without jumping on the next train, without doing the next big thing. And I feel like that energy, that idea, it really draws a sense of comfort from me because, well, 
it is cozy season, it's winter, but it's also too how I pictured things used to be. And I can't say that because I wasn't around for like, you know, our parents' era or our grandparents' era, but I can only assume that back in those days, there wasn't such a drive to do so much because there wasn't so much at their fingertips. Like we have technology, we have so much capacity to do, right? So what does that mean then if we can actively choose to not do and to instead sit back and enjoy a little bit? And can we do so in a way that is balanced and in a way that actually creates more meaning for all the things we then actually do get up to do? Does that make any sense at all? I don't know. I feel a little rambly today. I've had a few coffees this morning. Um, so I hope I wasn't too all over the place with all these metaphors and stuff. I guess I'm just really trying to hit home. Just be chill with the valleys. We need to learn how to be okay with walking through some valleys, laying down in the grass, cloud gazing or whatever they call it, maybe even stargazing, any of the sort, because I don't know. I, all I can get at is that I do think that that is like the truest way to win at life. When you can be a hundred percent fulfilled walking through a valley, then you are a winner at life. Then you know that you have found the utmost appreciation for everything, for all of the twists and turns and all the layers and the beauty of life at least in my humble opinion. So there you guys have it. That is my coffee talk for the day. I hope you guys enjoyed. Feel free as always to let me know what you guys thought about today's episode in any of my social platforms, uh, Instagram, Twitter, all that good stuff. And also you can always feel free to send in any kind of requests for future coffee talks. Aside from that, I will talk to all of you guys in the next episode. Bye guys.